Hello, you're listening to the Sydney Writers Centre podcast on writers and writing. My name is Valerie Koo, and you can find us online at sydneywriterscentre.com.au. We're Australia's leading writing centre and you'll find a wealth of resources on our website and blog, including interviews with authors, writing tips and valuable ideas on how to get published. Whether you're interested in writing a novel, short story or articles for magazines, you'll find information and courses to help you get there. Or if you want to hone your business writing skills, we can help you too. Our presenters are the best in the industry. We hope you enjoy today's podcast. Scott Frost is a screenwriter and novelist with some successful television programs and books to his credit. Before turning to writing, he worked for several years as a photographer. His television credits include shows such as Twin Peaks, The X-Files, Babylon 5 and Andromeda. He's also written five books. His first novel, Run the Risk, was nominated for an Edgar Award for Best First Novel. He also wrote the official tie-in book for Twin Peaks, the autobiography of FBI Special Agent Dale Cooper, My Life, My Tapes. He's written three other crime novels, Never Fear, Point of No Return, and his latest, Don't Look Back. Scott, thanks for joining us today. My pleasure. Now tell us, you started life off as a photographer before moving into writing. How did that transition happen? Uh, I, I grew up as a dyslexic, so writing was uh, is, was pretty difficult for me. So I, I went down another path through school and then uh, as I began a professional life. But it it finally just caught up with me, and I, I had to start writing. Uh, the stories I could tell with a camera finally weren't enough, so uh, I, I sat down and began writing. And, but how did you make that transition? Did you find it easy, or did you just did, did it naturally flow out of you? How did you make that transition? Well, it flew out of me in the sense that it, I had been, I guess, waiting my whole life to do it. Right. But it took a it took a lot of years of of uh, of practice and and just working at it before I became, uh, I think, a good enough writer to sit down and, and do fiction. I, I started with screenplays and uh, and short stories as as uh, sort of my apprenticeship in a sense. And although screenplays also became a profession for Almost 20 years. Mm. Do you remember your first significant writing gig? That I was paid for? Yes. Uh, the, the very first thing I ever made any money on was a screenplay I wrote about uh, what happened in this little town, Midwest town in America, the day Sputnik went up. Right. And it was a, sort of a, an American graffiti meets Dr. Strangelove kind of uh, screenplay and uh, – Someone actually optioned it, and that was the first thing. And uh, and it was a few years before I made any more money after that. Uh, But eventually the the gigs began to come, and uh, I made some money. Now, your writing is very diverse from crime to TV series to novels. Where do you get all of your ideas from? I know that writers are asked this all the time, but people want to know, especially with a career as diverse as yours. Yeah, well, fortunately, I, I I don't do screenplays for the most part anymore. I'm able to just focus on on my books, and which I'm I'm very lucky that way. Uh, and where they come from, uh, I mean, specifically the books begin with an image. Um, I I think that's part of my photography background that that I I find a image that strikes something in me, and and then it's just 
following a story and it's it it's a process of discovery much like uh, a detective goes through in that sense i i don't know where the story's going to go i don't know what the characters are going to be and it's a every day is is a hopefully a some discovery going on and uh, mm. so your writing process flows out of you and you figure it out as you go along you don't plot no every day uh it's uh a new beginning and uh, I make notes and I begin as the, the farther into the story goes, I, I begin to sort of read some signposts so that I know a vague direction of where I'm going. Mm. But specifically every day is, is, is new. And uh, if I've surprised myself, mm. uh, I know I've done something. I, I, think good because it will probably surprise a reader also mm, that's a great adventure for you personally. It's, sometimes it's a little scary at others mm. do you ever think oh my goodness nothing's coming <laughs> uh more more than i would like to think about actually yeah. <laughs> those are not good days no now your tv credits include two very popular and quirky crime series well, crime-related series, um, Twin Peaks and The X-Files. What appealed to you about writing crime in the first place? Well, I, I guess I never thought of Twin Peaks as a crime series in a sense. I mean, it, it, it obviously involved a murder mm. and and some very dark things going on in uh, a small town, but it was a small town that was coming out between the ears of David Lynch, which mm. was a you know a very different kind of, of setting, and obviously the X Files, which I had a, only a very brief uh, relationship with, um, was about you know aliens, and uh, <laughs> so they they weren't your typical uh, you know it wasn't cops and robbers, no, stuff. it was mystery uh, and yeah mm. yeah. Mm. So you're writing crime novels now. That must require an incredible amount of research and also to get into the mind of the criminal. How do you do that? Well, the I, I like to think that a, a, a story told well is better than truth. So I don't do too much research in, in that sense. If it feels true to me as a writer, then I think I've done my job for a reader. And, um, and then... In terms of just specific facts, I, I have friends who have been in law enforcement, and if I need to, to check some things and make sure it rings true with them, I'll do that. Mm. Uh, and the rest is, is just pure imagination. You obviously got a very fertile one. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> I, it's, uh, I try not to go too deeply into to where it comes from because I think I'll scare myself. Yeah, quite possibly. I may not want to like what I may not like what I find out. <laughs> um, now, writing for television has a much shorter gestation period than writing a novel. Did you find the switching to writing novels a difficult process or an easy process, or what was it like? Both. Uh, it, it was easy in the sense of, of being able to, to leave behind the, the pressure and the craziness of television, which is, you know, you have two weeks to write a script, which mm. is, is frankly lovely sometimes because you're done and, and you walk away and start something else, hopefully. And um, But it's also less uh, gripping as a writer, I think. And, and the process of a book is one that can take, you know, nine nine months or more, and mm. 
Um, it's always with you. It never leaves uh, mm-hmm. the middle of the night, uh, driving down the road. Uh, um, and that can be both exhilarating and a little exhausting when you're, by the time you're done with a book. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Of the novels that you've written so far, do you have a favorite? Yeah, well, you know, I, 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 that's a little bit like, you know, picking a favorite kid. And, uh, <laughs> you know, you'll get into trouble one way or the other. Uh, I, I have a soft spot for the first one, obviously. But, you know, they're they're all I, – I like to think everyone has been different than the previous one. And in that sense, I, I, I've liked them all. Mm. And uh, so I, I can't say I have a favorite one other than the one I'm working on at the moment because it, that's really where your head has to be. And, and when I sit and look at a, you know, a stack of my books sitting on the bookshelf, mm. it, it's almost an alien-like experience in a sense because the disconnect between the writing process and that object on on the bookshelf is 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 pretty severe. It's mm. it's 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 kind of remarkable that that you can even imagine, you know, putting together one of those things. Mm. I, I, as objects, I always have loved books, um, and um, I try not to think about that part of it too much as I'm working on because if you start thinking about page 400 when you're on page 17, you're in deep trouble. Mm. So speaking of the writing process, do you have a, a particular writing routine or, 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 or what's a typical writing day for you look like? A uh, typical writing day is I'm usually up. We The sun comes up very early in Montana, except in the winter where it gets a little dark. But I'm up around 6.30 to 7 in the morning and I'll, I'll uh, have some coffee and read the papers and then I'm to work usually by eight o'clock and I'll work till noon and uh, hopefully I've had a good day of somewhere between three and five pages of work and and we'll uh, call it a day uh, in the, the formal sense of doing any more work. I, I may make some notes later in the day, um, but then I'll, I'll try to just get away from it right. uh, for a little while and uh, you know, run errands and things like that, kind of, you know, normal life. And uh, so it's, it's uh, and then it just repeats about, I, I try not to work on the weekends. I lo- it's it's good to get away, and mm. but it all, that also depends on where you are with your deadline, which will, you know, affect a lot about all of it. Mm. So tell us about your latest book, Don't Look Back. What image, to start off with, tell us what image started this book off. The image that started it was um, a, a, a football stadium empty at night with a hundred thousand seats in it, and the body of a, a girl who had been missing for three years, wrapped in a sleeping bag, frozen solid, in the middle of the field, and that's where the whole story began, and uh, it kind of rolled from there. Does an image like that just pop into your head one day, or <laughs> how does that happen? So, my mother wonders about these things. Uh, I think she maybe worries a little bit, but I, I don't know where they caught you. I, I, you work at it. You you sit and and you just push the imagination every day, and uh, and I guess these things come out of somewhere. But 
if I, it's probably best not to delve too deeply into it because you might not like what you'll find. Yes. Would your advice to, um, you know, would-be and aspiring crime writers out there to immerse themselves in the genre and read a lot of crime or actually not at all? Well, it, that's, that's an interesting question. I think you want to explore the, the genre to a degree that, that you begin to understand it. Um, but I think writing is writing and, and, uh, read good writers that's mm-hmm. uh, more than, than a genre. And you'll find your, your own genre and your own style. And, um, I mean, I, I used to read other crime fiction, but since I began to, to publish crime fiction, I find that I don't really read it very much anymore because, um, I don't want other crime writers' voices in my head, frankly. Mm. Um, I, I, I want to be protective of my own, and, and you have to, you know, I don't want to inadvertently borrow from someone because we're always borrowing from, from anything we can in, in writing, and uh, so I try to keep the, the voice as simple as I can that way. Mm. And with your background as a screenwriter and a TV writer, do you write your novels with the intention of them eventually becoming a screenplay? I, it would be fun if it did happen, but I don't write them with that intention. Uh, I write very visually, so I think it would translate very well to the screen, but so far no one's come knocking that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, a, it's a very difficult business. Uh, particularly with a female character, um, there's, you know, the the industry is so star driven these days, mm. and deal driven, and there's, you know, literally only uh, two or three female stars who mm. a studio will bankroll uh, to do a, a movie. So I don't I don't look at it as the next step. I think of the book as as everything I want to do. Mm. And as, uh, you know, somebody who's not female, how do you, did you get into the mind of the female character? Right. I, I learned stories, uh, I think, from the women in my family. My grandmother was a great storyteller, and my mm. mother was, and the, the family stories were passed down that way. So I, I learned to hear stories through that voice, and I, I think it's somehow connected with me as a writer somehow and uh, and uh, so it seems very natural for me to tell a story that way right do you do you have another book are you currently writing your next book I am I'm working on the, the next uh, Alex DeLillo uh, novel as, as we well not as we speak now but yes that's what I'm doing now so typically is it a book a year or how how prolific are you that's what it's been since the the series began is a is a, a book a year um and um that's what the sort of publishing business i think wants and demands at the moment and and until you're wonderfully established as a, a bestseller i think you need to do it uh, and you you and you want to please your my publishers have been wonderful to me and uh so i try to give them what they need and uh it makes for a very busy schedule in terms of writing, but uh, you, you do need to get away from it at times. Uh, when you're done with a book, you're pretty wrung out, and uh, 
usually a month or two away from it without thinking about mm. writing anything is uh, necessary for me when I'm done. And in your experience, in your particular experience, what kind, what does the, you know, rewriting and editing process look, look like for you? Is it something that is, you know, tweaks here and there, or is it quite a big job with a lot of structural stuff going on? Hopefully it's not too big. Um, <laughs> you know, you I, I try to be very careful with my first draft, mm. and, and I've gotten more careful as I've gone along. Uh, the first couple books, I probably did more rewriting than I do now because I've learned to to trust my my voice when it says, you're going in the wrong direction, and just, I'm better off to write, you know, a paragraph that day instead of two pages that may not feel right. Mm-hmm. So I, I think I've gotten a little, a little better at understanding when I'm writing well and when I'm not writing well. So I, I, I edit myself. I think a little more closely now the first time through. Mm. Do you want to write more TV, or are you focusing on books? No, I'm just just focusing on books. I don't live in Los Angeles anymore, and uh, I don't miss it. And mm-hmm. uh, writing, I think, I think every screenwriter at heart if they were honest with themselves, would probably say they'd love to write, you know, the, the great American novel in that sense. And, uh, but for, it's often a very horrifying prospect because mm-hmm. you're, you're looking at, instead of writing a 40 page, uh, television script, you're, you're looking at a stack of pages that are, uh, you know, pretty thick and that can be kind of intimidating if mm. you think of it in those terms and so much time invested in it of course oh yeah <laughs> i mean to, to sit with one story for for that long is uh i find kind of liberating and wonderful and at the same time i know it can be also intimidating mm. what would you say is the biggest obstacle in being a novelist oh i i every day of of getting up and working uh it's that kind of discipline is, mm. is, is, is the hardest thing. And, and just believing in yourself, you have to trust mm. your own voice and that takes time. Uh, it's wonderful when you're younger because youth allows for, for you to do all kinds of things. And when, as you get older, you did, and you learn more, you might, uh, not do. So, mm. um, I think just the the more you write, the better you get, hopefully. And what are some of the biggest highs or rewards about being a novelist? Well, finishing finishing a book is a wonderful feeling. Yes, uh, I think. And, uh, that's, and uh, it's really – but the, the best part is, is just the process when you have a good day. Mm. Uh, that sense that you've – you've connected with something internal and that voice comes out that you really don't understand where it comes from, um, but you know you've written well that day, and that's mm. that's uh, that feels very good. Well, writing's a very isolating experience. Is that something that you actually enjoy, or do you feel you need to do other things to, to compensate for that and connect with people? Uh, I, I enjoy the, the process. I like... Uh, living a, a pretty quiet and uh, isolated way. Uh, although we have a lot of good friends and uh, we live in a small uh, ranching community in Montana. And uh, so we, we, we see people, but uh, 
there are parts of weeks where I don't see many because I'm I'm pretty focused on the book and mm. uh, you know there just aren't that many people around us. Mm. And finally, what would your advice be to the aspiring writers out there who you know they may have had a background in screen screenwriting like yourself or they may not, but they want to get the great American novel or the great Australian novel or right. you know the great British novel out there and they're looking at that stack thinking, oh my God, this is a year or more out of my life. What would your advice be to them on what they should do? Take it a day at a time. Um, start with a page or three pages. I, When I began, I sat down and literally wrote, okay, I'm going to reach this page today. And I didn't think beyond that. Uh, and it, just enjoy the journey. Trust mm. the journey because that's ultimately the reason you're doing it. Uh, it's not the end result. It's it's what happens along the way that's um, most rewarding. And Scott, finally, for those readers who haven't necessarily read your previous books, tell us what can they expect from Don't Look Back? Well, hopefully what they're going to find is a book that they want to keep turning the pages and can't stop. I, I, I think if I've kept you up most of the night and ruined your next day, I, I, <laughs> it makes me very happy. And, and I hear that time and time again from people. Uh, I, I, I want people to have a very intense reading experience. And uh, hopefully I think this, this book accomplishes that. Wonderful. Thanks so much for your time today, Scott. Well, thank you. You've been listening to the Sydney Writers' Centre podcast on writers and writing. My name's Valerie Koo. You can find us online, including details about our courses, seminars and online learning, as well as information on our regular competitions where you can win books, movie tickets and literary experiences at www.sydneywriterscentre.com.au or visit me on my personal website, www.sydneywriterscentre.com.au ValerieKoo.com. That's ValerieKoo, K-H-O-O.com. Thank you for listening.